Welcome back, friends, to Occultus Anonymous and our Mage the Awakening Chronicle Into the West. This is episode 20, Red Scare. Welcome back, friends, to Occultus Anonymous, sponsored by Roll20, the Onyx Path, viewers like you, and well-timed yawn from Chris. Glad, glad you're not bored here, buddy. Thanks. <laughs> Just very tired. <laughs> Chris has had a busy day. If you want to know more about it, come by Discord. <laughs> um, my brain fell out. Oh, right. Patrons? People like you. Yeah. Uh, thank you very much to all our sponsors and, well, sponsors. Our patrons who support us monetarily does make you sponsors. Um, hang out. Thank you very much for your support. It does mean a lot to us and it lets us do cool stuff. Um, also, that includes anybody who's out there buying merch or subbing on Twitch or any of those other different ways that you support us. Thank you very much. Uh, thank you to Adele, Al, Alexander, Angfalleth, Barbaric Barista. Oh, I thought that we were going to go with Yop. That would have been cool. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Bernie, Blood Angel, Brandon, Buck Farmer, Chris is hedging some bets, Daniel, Doc the Undead, Doggo de Lune, uh, Emil, Funzusu Rali, George, Jack, Jenny, John, Josh, Julian, uh, Camo's Not Available, Cat Feathers, Crazy Man 1772, Michael, Milo V3, Ms. Grumpy, Moku, Mozart, D Minor, Noba, mm. Obri, Mostly Harmless which is still probably my favorite so far. Um, other Michael, Perry, Puppeteer, Riafio, Ryan, Shaksara, Sinna, Taryn, Thomas, Toast, Usuf Sama, Vortex, and Zoltan. Thank you all very much for your support. Uh, glad to have you guys with us. Guys, gals, and non-binary non pals. Um, I have lost all my notes. That's a lie. Also, I don't know what bets I'm hedging, but I am going to play a changeling in like a couple months. Oh, yeah. So I might bet some hedges oh you might wager them <laughs> if you're new here no it doesn't really get better no it doesn't <laughs> absolutely not um good stuff start a hedge fund get out <laughs> chat going to ban this you all one play. by one um, you'll get rid of fairy that easily no nope. oh uh, Perry's been around long enough that he's earned bad jokes. Uh, uh, you don't actually have to be around for to give us bad jokes. Come by Twitch chat at any point or Discord and share your bad jokes with us. Um, cool. So, <laughs> when we last what left... Is, hmm? Old Griffin. Oh, what is some triple edge on <laughs> You people. Um... Please continue Would entertaining us. Yes. No, um, I mean, it's, 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 a, it's a mutual exchange. Why is it that I do this and I lose the left cursor? That's crazy. Okay, whatever. Uh, we're here. We're back. Um, when we last left the witch coven, they had prepared because they knew somebody was coming at sundown for mm -hmm. Rilla Remington, the most newly awakened Abrimos, um, you know, within the tri-state area um there's you know somebody might have you know, happened the same you know that works anyways um prepared and said okay best way to do this we're gonna hole up in the tavern and isabel 
Petricor, not Sungbird, uh, calls in a thunderstorm. Um, big, scary, lots of boom, lots of rain. Because in a, if, if correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe the term was if they want her, they can come get her soaking wet uh, or something similar or just making it a bad day. What was it? I feel like there was a good line. I could just be just blending stuff in my head. That's I think possible. You give us more credit. I've been known to say some clever things before. Completely by accident, of course. Maybe I invented it in my head. Okay. Either way, we'll give Chris the point for it anyways. Um, and lo and behold, right about sundown, uh, the last ship of the day, well, the ship probably, uh, has come down to come down the Purgatorio, the Pur Purgatoire, or the Purgatory River, depending on what language you were speaking. Um, mm -hmm. And in come, well, first one of the dock workers shouting about, hey, anybody want to make 50 cents? About 15 bucks. Um, and help unload some boxes and other deliveries into the warehouse because it is pouring rain. They want to get it unloaded and the ship wants to get moving down river. Okay, sure. Couple miners get up and start heading out because, hey, you know, quick 50 cents for lugging some stuff off a ship and into a warehouse. All right. Uh, but in come a motley crew of people. Um, and especially actually because Ralph also mentioned like, well, there's a couple that stood out and then a couple others. I was like, well, that's just because I was lazy and I didn't describe all of them in the moment. Uh, <laughs> call me out but yes uh in walk a number of different folks um and all of your guys's peripheral mage site goes off um in probably a unique fashion in a kind of um cascading layer of effects passing over you uh rilla has this just like continual shiver of just like oh okay that can stop any time now please um uh, while the rest of you just pulling uh uh, Gizla's off the top of my head, just lots of little gremlins at the corner of your of your site and such, and where it's just it's piling on and piling on um, as those effects. Is are, it? Hmm? Is yeah. it? So for Isabel, whose peripheral mage site is or like ping is uh, like cascades of notes of music. Um, discordant, like discordant, or clank, is it symphonic? Clank, clank. Okay, cool. yeah, yeah. The, this song is playing while well, this. So you got the the seventies slow jams. You've got some hair metal, and you've got some. You know, yeah, it's just all layered together. It's like, oh, this is un unfortunate. And we'll get around to Gisela here in a moment because of lots of different stuff. Uh, but we'll start off with the descriptions of the folks who are coming in. So you have a uh, gentleman, mid-40s, uh, short black hair, starting to turn a little salt and pepper. And he's wearing the black Cossack, a little priest collar. Uh, though I'm not 100% about the collar because I don't know if that's in use yet. But hmm. uh, definitely dressed as a, a Catholic priest. Um, a uh, Another mid-40s man, uh, suntan. He's got... Uh, a legitimate like cowboy hat and we're not talking about a yeehaw modern hat but like a wider brim uh one uh and he's pulling it off as he comes inside shaking it off and bald beneath it but he is a big barrel of a man uh a couple other gentlemen uh one who's early 30s very lean whipcord taut kind of muscle uh blonde hair pulled back into a ponytail uh, two gentlemen who come in one right after another and are clearly twins 
um, in their late 20s um, and uh, have longer, just kind of loose blonde hair, kind of average builds. Um, another gentleman who is also in mid 40s, black hair, really round face, definitely looks like he eats well. Um, and th that was the little group I mentioned of who look like laborers, kind of some rougher attire and stuff like that, and are moving in a bit of a cluster uh, together when they arrive. And then a, as John Paul said, was like, I'm not sure. Yeah, they're a married couple. Um, uh, a man and woman who come in uh, both in their 50s, but probably a, a bit of an age difference there. We'll say early and late, uh, late 50s. Um, and I mentioned, you know, they look like they have grown to look similar to each other. Um, and he was holding a large umbrella and is shaking it off after he is a little bit drenched. She is pristinely dry. Um, and they're all kind they're of coming in muddy. sitting in. Hmm? Oh, they're probably a little muddy. Uh, yes. Uh, but yeah, the water itself has not touched her. Um, and she definitely has like a nice dress, but you know, it's a little bit shorter and good boots. Uh, they're all dressed for uh, travel in one way or another. Um, and uh, yes, so coming back to uh, Isabel, I'm not Isabel, sorry, Gisela. One day I'll get the two different. Yeah, um, you get hit by like this cavalcade of stuff. And just because they're all hitting you all at the same time. Mind prime, some more prime a little bit more mind, some matter, and forces. Yeah, uh, I had to go through everything. Uh, boom, 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 boom. Hit you as part of this barrage of stuff. And then as they're kind of moving in and starting to spread out, uh, Jean-Paul was, uh, well, Ralph said Jean-Paul was going to get up and greet them, or... Where were we going? Engage them. Yeah, course, he was going to approach them as before they got too far into the room. Especially with the pains of peripheral mixing. Yes, exactly. So, if that's okay with everybody, yeah. Cloak would stand up and um, walk to them and stop within distance to grapple. That if he rushed forward, he could um, touch them. Okay, one thing I will clarify, because these yeah. are all coming in. They don't look like they know each other. Like, this is not oh, like... Oh, these are all just different people? Block. Right. Yeah, and but we don't this recognize them. The laborers them, right? were together. Right, the laborers were definitely but. together. Uh, but this is... And very similar. This is an ordinary thing of having people who are all mm -hmm. on the ship and they're he headed to Purgatory mm -hmm. Bluff. The oh, really? laborers oh, especially... Okay. It's, it, are mm -hmm. very, you know, kind of standard because at the mine, I actually noted this because I realized, oh, this is probably seems very weird because we haven't talked about it. But the mine yeah. has people who come and they work for months or a year okay. and gotcha. get enough money in their pocket and go cross the river to farm or head back uh. to New York or, you know, just decide mining isn't for me and bail and new, new folks are coming in. So okay. it is that replenishment of town life. And, and that's fine, but a bunch of people walking in, all pinging our peripheral mage site like crazy, and they don't yeah. know each other? <laughs> Seems now, a little far-fetched. Absolutely <laughs> to be like, hang on, what's going on here? But I'm just clarifying, the yeah. arrival of this many people is not too unusual. And Purgatory Bluff is a stop-off point for, you know, the ship, you know, and stuff sure. like that. Okay, that's helpful. Mm -hmm. 
So let's see. The priest came in first, right? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Okay. So um, yeah, cloak would stand up and approach the priest, and uh, in English, he would say to him, "Oh no, actually, fuck it. It's time for some big stunt and energy here." Um, in high speech, he would go up to him. And just making an assumption here, because the pings went off. He was going to do English, but then once everyone's casting spells and shit, he's like, all right, fine. Well, they're not necessarily casting spells. You may be okay. feeling Supernatural spells. effects. Okay. All right. They got effects on. Cool. Sounds good. Right. All right. So there is magic afoot. And if they're going to, you know, put their shit on the table, um, Cloak is effectively going to do the same thing just through words. Sure. So um, he walks up to him. Um and he he says to the priest in high speech um should i bid you welcome or should i ask you to leave kind of looks at you kind of head head tilts to the side and puts his hand on his shoulder on your shoulder just gently uh and let me know if you you know recoil or anything and looks and says does anybody anybody stand to speak for this man who speaks is anybody here speak his tongues <laughs> like looks about and everybody is turning and looking and like everybody's very confused and, okay and does that looks- include can i make a wits composure test to see if i recognize glances from any of the other people who came in sure cool And yes, chat, I did drop it 50 cents because Noctal pointed out, well, that's 30 bucks. I was like, okay, hang on, maybe not a dollar. <laughs> I gave him a dollar. Cool. Yep. So, yeah, uh, a quick, like, pass around and, like, like you mentioned, you know, everybody else is kind of filing in and, like, a lot of people are looking over and trying to figure out what's going on. There's a couple of, like, the local miners who are kind of, like, scoffing, like, who's this guy, you know, picking on John Paul? And some people are looking at John Paul going, oh, what's the voodoo guy doing? Like, this is this is real weird, even for him. <laughs> uh, Sounds good anybody, to know. Uh, listening I- to what he, what uh, the priest is saying would like to roll... Uh, int plus academics or occult uh, or something else to know anything about religion. He's talking about speaking in tongues. Yeah. Um, of course, I'll read roll int plus occult. Okay. This is not really history either. Theo. Uh, while we're rolling, can I get a sense of uh, the Nimbus on these different spell effects? So passively as they're walking in? Um, no, uh, because a uh, to see a signature Nimbus, one must study the effect to actually reach down and find that. Because remember, the signature Nimbus is basically the scar beneath the effect. So um, successes, 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 successes. All right, cool. Uh, yeah, all of you are at least knowledgeable enough to know that that is one of the things and perhaps you have heard it between the different churches, but when a believer steps forward and speaks in tongues, somebody else is blessed 
to be able to understand and, and explain what is being said. And this priest is looking around. He doesn't understand, but he's expecting, well, if this man is speaking in tongues, somebody else can understand him. And anybody? Isabel will step forward. Oh, yeah. okay. And yeah, you uh, looks, looks at you, you know, and recognizing a waitress, right, at work. Right. And go ahead, sorry. Pardon, pardon their uh, father, but I, I believe he's... Um... Asking if we can get you a spot to sit down and have a drink. He looks at you both and then kind of looks up like, help me, father. Um, and, and nods and says, um, uh, I, I'll take your word for it. Uh, yes, I, I wouldn't mind uh, uh, whiskey. And, you know, kind of pats Jean-Paul. What's his... Uh... Hmm? What's his like accent? Like, where's where does he sound like he's? Oh from? yeah, he's he's. Uh, I'm pulling my notes, but I believe he is Irish as fuck. Okay. Uh yeah. Um, it. I will say actually. I don't know how well Isabel would necessarily recognize, but it is definitely like a accent he is losing. Is it's been a while since he's been okay. back in Ireland, and like. I don't know that necessarily she knows what an Irishman sounds like, but it's a thing to ask. Sure, absolutely. I can ask out of mm-hmm. character, right? Yeah. Specifically, I was trying to get to, is this guy a Spanish mm-hmm. Catholic right. guy? Right. But the answer is no. So, um, And then uh, I'll just kind of like pat cloak on the shoulder. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, yeah, the... the- uh, gentleman walks with you um, and you know, does does a one more look over his shoulder at John Paul um, and gives like a quizzical like gonna have to talk to that guy later kind of thing because he's curious uh, mm-hmm. because like you don't you know at least within his you know worldview that doesn't happen by itself and who's not not pretty sure Isabel isn't translating so uh, yeah, that's, that's not what God said right uh, <laughs> and uh, you know, basically uh, follows follows with you, and you set him at the bar. I would imagine. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and you know, thank you. Uh, well, if everyone else is coming in, mm-hmm. yeah, at the bar is probably gotcha. good because one of the tables is going to be for the laborers. And stuff. Gotcha. Um, actually, as you are um, guiding, because Arcelia is also working, right? Right. right, yeah, right. So it's not just you, but yeah, you set uh, set him down and uh, you know get him a whiskey or you know and he he introduces himself as uh, as father gibson kind of asking after your name um senor pilar senor senor pilar um thank you um i I appreciate your hospitality kind of looking around and kind of notices that it's you and arcelia and there's Mm -hmm. some people in the back but out front it's just the two of you and Comparing obvious experience and how well you're carrying, do do you do you run this establishment? Um, I think I could humbly refer to myself as the second in command. Well, pleased to meet your acquaintance. Um, and while you guys probably are gonna, he's gonna 
you know, small talk you. He's, yeah, yeah, you know, for sure. Uh, the uh, Arcelia is there and sees like the squad of five laborers and looks for like a table. And she's like, mm-hmm. oh, there's one last open table. And then the married couple walk in and you watch her brain and the, the gentleman just kind of pat uh, the guy's uh, pat on the shoulder. It's, oh, no, no, we'll find, we'll find, we'll sit. We, we see our people. And, and I think Arcela just goes, okay, sure. And they kind of move in amongst the miners and start sitting down. And there's definitely like one table um, with the, that first gentleman, uh, or excuse me, not the first gentleman, the last gentleman, the, uh, the larger gent who sits down, kind of makes people scoot over and everyone, there's a bit of grumbling and they say, drinks <laughs> and immediately has new friends um and Arcelia is like oh crap and yeah um you'll probably have to be the one to go get drinks mm-hmm. and the uh, the married couple make their way to the uh the one last open table uh Jean-Paul I know I you know, paused you there but feel free to Sorry. jump in here as as with everybody else yeah. as you see the momentum um there wasn't my one to do but I didn't want to re- interrupt everybody else um sure he touched me and he responded that way, which made mm-hmm. John Paul think that either he's lying, right? Or um, or he is a sleeper. Not mm-hmm. in John Paul's language, but he is not a wizard. And so um, John Paul, of course, is going to try and understand what chains him to different aspirations and motivations. So Absolutely. when he touches yeah. him, no nature is going to get cast. Okay. Cool. Let me do that. Spell template. Chains of ambition. And while you're putting that together, Theo, who are you casting soul marks on? Um, I want to. This might be beyond the scope of the spell that I'm trying to do, but I don't necessarily want to get soul marks on everybody. I want to know who is awakened in the room. That's why I pay for the advanced scale to cover the whole place. Oh, absolutely. That's a good idea. Mage site, just do that. Mm. What's up? Or no? site just sees okay. if you have a soul or not. Soul marks yeah. or the prime, uh, the prime one. Uh, I'll tell you if it's an awakened soul. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nope. Um, so I'm altering the the way soul marks is written to just highlight for me who is an awakened soul in the room, and I'm not doing all the rest of it. Uh, yeah, no, I mean that's that's fine because you can just okay. decide that's the one thing you want to know. Um, right. So I paid for scale. Um, um, the reach is uh, instant cast, advanced scale. And I paid for the scale to cover the size of the room. Cool. And uh, now, do you remember it is uh, it is uh, withstood by resolve? Uh, so that's why I paid the extra two potency, and it's a potency spell. So I should have potency five. Oh, right, you do. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so that will handle basically the everybody, save for the most resolute of people. Um, mm-hmm. Cool. Um, and um, I. Big dice pool of two. Cool. Go ahead and roll your... Yeah, two. Cool. They I'll take it. Success. All right. Uh, roll <laughs> Gnosis plus death. Mm-hmm. I feel like probably more than one. Your spell goes off and you bump against something. You're not sure what. One something or a bunch of somethings? All you know is that the spell clashed. Right, but if it clashed against different things, I would get different pings back, right? Hmm, actually, I guess that's true. Yeah, if somebody came up as, ooh, 
process of elimination. Mm-hmm. Who didn't, yeah. Interestingly, everybody who just walked through the door, you can't see their soul marks. Every single one of them. Wow. Including the crew. One spell. Including the crew. So it's all one spell. Okay. Hmm. That's a clever yeah, I was that's a clever disguise. Yes. Somebody's clever disguise. hiding in a crowd. Hide the sleepers too. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and throw spells up on everybody so we don't know who's who and what's right. what. Which, by the way, all the locals, they're all sleepers. Except for you guys. <laughs> just to, just you, to confirm. You get this great success on this powerful spell, and you get to find out that Isabel, Gisela, and Jean Claude, Jean Paul are all with <laughs> And we're all <laughs> And Rilla, yeah, sorry. Yep. That's uh, hilarious. And did you throw up the template there, Ralph? Nope. I'm gonna do it oh. right now. Alright. I just want to turn on Mage Sight. Absolutely. Like when these people walk in the door and start pinging my mm-hmm. peripheral. Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll come back around to that. All right, and this is on. Oh, yes. Okay, cool. Um, yep, it was no paradox. And the reach was and for instant. Instant aspirations and obsessions and scale. Oh, that scale. inspired me. Yeah, upon the priest doing that, right? Mm-hmm. Why not just try and listen in or perceive the chains linking? All of these ostensibly non-magic individuals. Yeah. So small. Yeah. Everything in the area. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. So while they're in the area, you would. Yeah. Okay. I dig that. Um, cool. Uh, roll uh, gnosis plus mind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the only reason why I didn't take advanced duration and then pump up and then change primary factor and pump up the the duration is that I don't think it makes sense for John Paul to know that increasing. Right. The steps would give him a bonus to Clash of Wills. Right. And at this point, wouldn't even know that really that's a thing. Because these are your first clashes. Yeah. So. Cool. Gnosis in mind. Yeah. Goddamn. That is a lot of successes. Six successes on the counter clash. But we have seen stuff happen before. Yeah. We'll see about this. Because you're rolling. Oh, willpower. It's 12 whole dice. Yep. All right. Oh, Ooh, with the willpower. Bad. Okay, I was like, "Wow, you got four on five, but not, four on That's eight, but still, yeah." And so we're talking about yeah. pulling out the willies. So yeah, same kind of thing. Where you did. Go, People came. I said. I said in the beginning. <laughs> uh, yeah. So you both have this kind of drawback sensation, uh, Theo and nope, uh, Gisela and Isabel and Rilla have their peripheral mage sites go off again um which uh coming back to uh ash and your uh mage site which ones are you turning on just for clarity's sake i, I don't have mana so i can't turn on prime oh how how good so, that yeah because they're blue at all <laughs> um i didn't even i didn't even check on that yeah because the same day mm-hmm. yep uh so fate and time uh mm-hmm. What would you see? Um, no immediate like spells of fate and time active, though that technically is more of a prime thing. But uh, we've we've played a little loose with that. Um, uh, time, nobody is out of time. Um, 
and where's fade at? There it is. Um, oh, you mean like shifted it? Great. I was like, what? Out of time. They're about to die. How do you run out of time? Oh shit. Yeah, they retire in three days. Yeah. Um, ah, of note. Uh, while you were sitting there, no, nobody seems to have like any kind of shenanigans going on until you look at Rilla and notice that Rilla has a destiny with a capital D. Oh shit! Okay, we need to figure out what the hell that is. <laughs> Just sick letter, letters, destiny. That. <laughs> Basically, upon seeing that, I'm going to... Like, hang on. New people, somebody else can handle. I need to figure what the fuck this is. Yeah, I'm gonna find the spell. Which one is it? But yeah, I'm pretty sure it's a fate one spell for... Reading the Almost Eddies, I think? Yep. <laughs> Check in with the with the veteran Acanthus real quick here. <laughs> and also, Pierce Deception getting thrown in. Uh, yeah. What uh, what yantras are you using there? I sh- should have mentioned that earlier for the others. I'm using but... um, a shadow name, mm-hmm. um, and uh, the the tavern itself is a place that is a protector. Officer is a protector, so it's mm-hmm. a um, as a place she's trying to protect from intrusion. Interesting. I'm okay with that being being the the one dot yantra. Ah, which reminds me. Um, it doesn't apply to Jean-Paul Cloak Legba anymore, but Investiture is a very, very good um, yantra for you all to think about as you move forward, yeah. because that's literally the protect the town yantra. If you have yeah. uh, the status or are part of the mystery cult, but now that Jean-Paul has gone from mystery cult initiation to mystery cult influence, no longer applies. Sure. Yes, absolutely. Okay, I have a question. Mm-hmm. The spell is a fate one. I need the plus two reach to get details about this destiny. Mm-hmm. Um, I also need to reach again because I'm overdoing spell control, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm overreaching by one. Because the only thing I really need is instant and that mm-hmm. bonus reach to as get the details. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, I'm sitting, sitting beside her. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's correct. Oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, John Paul, your spell fails, um, or fails to see anything. The spell does go off. Nobody counterspells it. And then we'll jump over to Theo momentarily, but I want to get John Paul's reaction. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense to him. He's failed casting spells before, so he's going to cast it again. Okay. It doesn't cost him Paradox, and it's his Praxis, so. Right. So... You can do the same 10 dice. He doesn't know what a clash is, so it doesn't make sense to him Mm -hmm. that this would happen. Uh, And uh, Craig Theo is casting Pierce Deception. That's just on herself. Yeah, uh, and then she'll be observing the room. Right. Uh, So there's no standard anything. Correct. Uh, Just bear in mind that is a does cost a mana because it is prime. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, Cool. The Imago I have in my in my head is that somebody here is um, here under like they've muddied the waters to obscure who they are mm-hmm. they're trying to hide from our perception I'm hoping Pierce Deception will let me see through that Not give me a clue exactly, at least but, or a, a hint right. yeah uh, it's but, an act of deception somebody's actively trying to deceive us right but is where Theo's mind is going mm-hmm. 
Oh yeah. Uh, more specifically, that's I, a good I, imago, but it's not really what the spell does. Well, and what I'm just trying to remind, and this is very good because this is, if nothing else, Theo experimenting with what Prime does. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, like it won't help you see through supernatural deceptions. But if somebody says a lie, which is very, or, very useful, and I'm thinking if somebody is has like has that the mental, I'm I'm trying to obscure who I am, then mm-hmm. maybe it'll be highlighted. I'll give it a shot. Oh yeah, absolutely. No, I like that. One success. Cool. And yes, so. Ralph, that was an exceptional. Uh, so mm-hmm. said arcane beat, willpower. Uh, we were just throwing spells like crazy when they arrived. Oh yeah, you were definitely. Yeah, they're getting all kinds of things. Yeah, they must be like, oh god. Well, they've you've revealed thyself. Okay, I'll cast um, time for another clash. I, I assume. I mean, you walked up and immediately started speaking high speech. So like. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just like, you want to come in and cast spells? Because that's how John Paul interpreted it, right? Like, the peripheral mage side is magic shit's happening, not mm-hmm. you have a magic item. Because mm-hmm. he, I right. mean, he's never seen anything other no, no. than the, it's, it's the perfected flute, right? But he doesn't really, he hasn't perceived that with his mage side fully because he doesn't have the capacity to, mm-hmm. and to the mage, appreciate that. The, the mage flute side. itself isn't even. <gasps> oh, yes! Fuck yes! <laughs> the question Chance. is. Yeah. What's the question? Okay. You've got a you've got a roll too. I know, and I'm spinning another willy. Jump all has tons of will. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Lucky. It's a good thing that spell didn't cast paradox or cause paradox. Last two, oh man, the last three dice didn't even matter. Um, oh, it did. Got <laughs> an extra, one extra. Okay. So, in the context of this scene mm-hmm. of a lot to do in the restaurant, mm-hmm. not just all of the new folks causing magical pings, but also my all of my cabal, my coven mates, fucking my shit up. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to uh, make a roll. With my with my regular human skills, <laughs> absolutely. Um, to um, probably socialize, cool. Of like, continue to do my job well, but get little bits and pieces of who these folks absolutely. are. Absolutely. Uh, go ahead and yeah, socialize. I think is absolutely the right one. Um, and I can't remember. Do you have professional training, or is that just? I do okay. not. Uh, cool. Um. So, uh, for your first turn here, uh, Jean-Paul, who are you observing? Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, actually, because it was, we'll, we'll say it, that moment has passed, that initial, yeah, well, like, it, But that's not how here. the spell functions. You just know it instantaneously. It's not like, um, what's it called? The prime spell. I mean, I'm, I'm, um, I'm this vision. is a very short spell, and because it does say, by observing her subject. That's the oh, very yeah? first line of it. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. It, it, I've I've never had to ask before because you've always done it on right there with a person. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But yeah. I just assume that the subject, went, the subject being everyone in the room, so you would no, know. I, I, well, here's here's the the way I would roll with that is yeah. I'm going to tell you everybody's obsessions and virtues and stuff, and you'll have to figure out who they go to, or you will be observing. Because uh, this is oh, one of those things, gotcha. Right. Okay. And this is one I of those things uh, I had mentioned in previous ones, where it's like these. This can be information overload, similar to 
throw back to the rookery, you know, life web, where it's like, cool, here's all the bacteria on the floor, like mm-hmm. having to limit that a little bit. So yeah, uh, that makes sense. You get and he's only done it on individuals before. So yeah, let's see how he's able <laughs> to handle it, observing everyone. That makes sense okay. to me. Fair enough. Uh, mostly also that way, like we don't just go, oh yeah, here you go. Uh, and here's all the stuff. Um, but uh, yeah, so. Because you, you mean like you want to do it over time or. Right. Because it's going to be. Okay. Okay. Who are you looking at and kind of picking up their information? If, if you want to look at the Imago kind of thing. All right. Look at you. What is that chain? What is that chain? What is that chain? What is that chain? Okay, cool. Got you figured out. You chain, 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 chain. Fantastic. Instead of just. Cool. Sounds good. So we'll start with the priest who in his mind is either dissembling or um, has revealed that he's not um, a mage. Because, you know, he still doesn't interpret the clash as meaning that someone's protecting an el- right. or safeguarding an illusion or anything like that. I understand entirely. Um, cool. Um, and I actually like this because we're going to do this kind of in this like split screen moment um oh, yeah. where Jean-Paul is staring down and looking at these chains as Isabel hands a beer to the uh the priest uh who's starting to talk um and he is uh he has been sent here uh by the ooh, where'd my notes go come back notes I need you uh the superior general uh to speak with the the priest here fill in name uh, mm-hmm. to uh check in with him and uh, potentially start up a school. Oh, cool. Um, and uh, so that is the part. Yes. Can I spittlebug that um, term you just oh, used? Oh, superior general? Would yeah, you like one. to roll intelligence plus uh, academics or occult? Spittlebug. Um, and this would be a I mean, free it's thing. not in character that I know it. I, um, I didn't know if this is a term an actual it, term it, that I don't know. That Chris does not actually sure, know. Sure, and we, we we will do both. In character, I do okay. not know that you would necessarily know this. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, but uh, da, 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 uh, yeah, I'm I'm mostly curious if Isabel would know. I will happily continue to explain. The superior general okay. is a head of a religious order, generally speaking, uh, like a mother okay. superior with nuns. Oh, okay, got yeah. it. Gotcha. Okay. But so yes. the priest is sent by the superior general. Mm-hmm. By his superior general. Uh, yeah. Okay. But yeah, to set up a potentially set a school up here in Purgatory Bluff. Okay. Uh, dun, 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 dun. Let's see here. Um, we only picked up the basic and the one reach for aspirations and obsessions, right? Yes, that's right. Okay. Um, that appears to be his only aspiration. Hmm. Wow. Cool. How many dots in social and mental? Uh, 15. Cool. Does he have an obsession? He doesn't appear to have an obsession. Hmm. Okay. Cool. Great. All right. Yeah. I will note and this is yeah. this is definitely a okay for Ralph to realize you only have one aspiration. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> like that's and it's it's very, very job focused. Absolutely okay to be like, hmm, that that seems up. I, I, I will give you a like, hey, yeah, there is something up with this guy. Um, cool. All right. Um 
bump, 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 bump. Um, I don't know that it technically works this way, <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. but just for shiggles and to make sure everybody's involved in this scene. Uh, yeah, yeah, Theo, you know, kind of looking over and just, you know, watching and listening and hearing stuff. And there's a little tinkle of truth on those words, because that's the other issue is that as you're listening to Pierce uh, vibing on Pierce deception, hmm. there's going to be some of this other stuff where it's like, the miners are telling lies to each other and you're like, get that out of the way. I don't care. You know, that kind of stuff. Okay. Coming back around, uh, to Ash. I didn't see it. <laughs> I saw the spell. <laughs> um, yeah, let's go check out, uh, uh, yeah, I was going to, cause it's withstood by composure. Mm-hmm. I was going to ask her if I could see. Cool. Like tell her that I see something. Absolutely. You have a, a fate mm-hmm. and a, like yeah. very quietly say to her fate in the high speech. Sure. Like, can I? Do you mind if I see it? That sounds. I think that would be important. So yeah, yeah, please. Okay. Um, and for the entrees, basically, as soon as I noticed this on her, I have stopped looking at everything else going on, mm-hmm. and I was going to use my stone and like. And just sort of like wind a hair around it from her. Okay. Uh, that would make that a yantra of three. Um, oh, okay. And for your reach, um, you included the reach from the current spells you have? Uh, yes. Okay, cool. I have Gnosis 2. I have two spells up, so I'm overreaching one for that, right? right. Cool. So one paradox real quick. Nothing. Okay, what's that number? Five. My answer is three, so that's six plus five is eleven. Mm-hmm. I clicked the wrong button. Three successes on eleven dice, but it's good enough, Let's I guess. It. Um, and specifically, um, that's like average-ish. Uh, I did the plus two reach for I can discern specific information about a subject's destiny, such as the doom of the subject, the destiny merit, or the parameters for conditional duration. Gotcha. So in this case, the doom of a subject um, is yeah (laughs) to be sacrificed on behalf of higher powers. Don't like that. Nope. Okay, and I can see. That's real bad, okay? Mm hmm. That's true, and yeah. Uh, and this, by the way, is uh, Cloak. See, Cloak. Ralph is the other thing I was thinking of. Same kind of spell where this reveals the marks up to one subject per turn. It's the other thing I'm kind of drawing on. It's a very similar unveiling knowing spell. Oh, yeah, I forgot that this was. um. No, I, I realized that with interconnections. Just I interpreted no nature as functioning differently. Yeah. So. Uh, Go and ahead, you Ash. just cast this on uh, on her, so you're not looking around for other stuff? Yeah, okay. I'm not what looking at connections. No, yeah, what is the destiny? Does it actually tell you the destiny? Reveals the fates of marks, the detect, identify those who violated in the presence 
I mean, it says such it will tell me doom. specific information about the destiny. Oh, such as the doom of. Okay, yeah, um, yeah. So, yeah, one way or another, like she will cause some. She will be the uh, fulcrum. Catalyst. Catalyst is another good one for major change within the world. Um, yeah, the doom, of course, the thing that is drawing her and is tied to that is potentially being just sacrificed as the catalyst for these changes. Uh, Damn, we're out here trying to have a cozy little homesteader sim, and Rilla's out here being recruited <laughs> to be the main character of some other story. Come on. <laughs> Basically, a little bit. Um, and yeah, when I see that, I'm just kind of like, go wide-eyed. And I'm going to tell her that. Just you have a destiny. You oh, will damn. bring about some great change. Destinies have counterparts. That one if I have anything to say about it, won't happen. Um, I'm telling you this so that you know, so that you know, and can yeah. do what can take steps to mitigate it, stop it from happening. And as, um, as you've seen, you can yeah. change the future. Yeah. You have a doom of being sacrificed. Yeah. Which I should be very clear i know we jump straight to like human sacrifice death kind of thing but it may be more metaphorical than that um yeah uh but it is it is still definitely sacrifice so um cool which potentially hastens some of my plans hmm yeah, yeah. so really yeah like i'm not sure how she's going to react to that <laughs> really really yeah really kind of gives you Actually, kind of a deadpan expression of just like this has been a very trying day, and she just kind of slumps I, I back know. into the little kind of booth that you guys are kind of tucked into the corner with. I mean, if it helps, I have one too. <laughs> she, she grabs your hand as... and says, "Then we will break them together." Right? And like, there, there is a like, it, this is not a togetherness squeeze. This is a please God help me kind of squeeze. Uh, that is everything I have been working towards. Cool. So, yes. Um, jumping over to our observer uh, folks. Uh, Ralph, who is Jean-Paul looking at uh, next? And uh, Chris, who is... Uh, who's helping with next. I can definitely let you uh, kind of get a, get a swing at like the miners, like them as a, as groups. Cause yeah. Yeah. That sounds fine. The, the laborers. Okay, cool. I would like to look at everyone in sequence as they came in to make it easier on you, Drew, unless you don't sure. remember that, then I'll tell you. Oh, I do. Sounds okay, great. great. And that's also, you know, how, Helping people out of the server works. Mm -hmm. so. Fantastic. Yeah, let's make it simple. 
Alright. And uh, Chris, I'm just asking for one uh, socialized role as you handle the laborers real quick, just as you're, you mm-hmm. know, because it's one of those you go over and you talk to all of them because they're all sitting next to each sure. other and stuff like that. And I'm applying my corrals specialty. Oh, here. Ooh, yeah, especially with them. Absolutely. Four success. Nice. Um, yeah. So very quickly, um, and we may have. They're more fun than the priest. Hmm? <laughs> so they're more fun Definitely. than the priest. <laughs> um, and uh, you, I'm, I'm, well, we'll start off with a bunch of the information that you get real quick, uh, because the pretty wait, uh, waitress is coming over and they're going to introduce themselves. Um, mm-hmm. The the first gentleman who came in, he's Jake Barr. Um, you know, nice Jake to meet Barr. you, ma'am. And very, very American sounding. Um, he, like, we're not at the point where the Wild West has an accent yet, but it started with this guy, right? It's, it's it, like he, he sounds Texan and Texas isn't really a thing yet. Um, That's fantastic. The uh, the other uh, gentleman, Robert Phillips over there, he's the whipcord lean guy. Uh, William and Pierce Powell, the twins. Um, and they both kind of give more of a uh, British uh cockney you know hellos uh yeah i I ain't doing a cockney accent not (laughs) happening just not not doing it but it's so much fun hey there governor Uh, just like when we were blazing the dark yep yep, i didn't do it then either and then 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 it was just one person (laughs) (laughs) and then uh calvin red uh downing uh who is the large black-haired gentleman uh who Mm. as you're seeing drinking and smiling and laughing and his face gets rosy red it's like "Mm, gotcha bud um and yeah they are they're all here as uh well they mentioned mining uh but noticed all the farms and said you know they'll work a farm too uh they're just basically looking for work um, the idea of a silver mine, silver in their pockets—that sounds like a you know whole lot. Calvin Red mentions that he's not so sure about going into a mine, and kind of like grabs his stomach. Um, yeah, he, this yeah, he's he is Dionysian, um, and then uh, yeah, uh, and starting with uh, Jake Barr. Um, let's see here. pulling back up you would figure i would have no nature kind of like half memorized um so mental and social stats um thirteen um aspirations get a job get a lot of money get married an obsession of uh what's, what's this guy yeah um Yeah, the obsession that you get, again, you know, in his own speech, Howl at the Moon. Oh, yes. Um, cool. Uh, and then I need you to roll Gnosis plus mine, please. Okay, sounds good. 
We're paying for things. Is this a clash? Uh, this is a clash. Okay. Let's spend another willpower. Oh, actually, hang on. Before you do that, let me reread something. Okay. Oh, it's not a clash. I apologize. Okay. Um. I'm going to roll some dice to make sure it actually happens. Gotcha. Cool. Let me cancel that. It definitely happens. That's exceptional. Okay. Uh, your spell ends. Whoa. Someone counterspelled it. Uh, dispelled it. Uh, or dispelled, sorry, that's what that's what I mean. Uh, of note, <laughs> fulfillment mm -hmm. sites go off. Uh, yep. and, and there's at least two of us with active mage set up right now. Correct. Um, which would help if they did not have cloaked nimbuses. You try to layer on the things, Drew. You try to I'm, layer I'm getting... on all the. You try to layer on all the things and be like, no info. Uh, oh, don't worry. There's still. Da, 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 da. Yes. Okay. Spells cast while under the influence of this spell do not cause the caster's immediate nimbus to flare unless she chooses to. Uh, but wait, there's more. Um, <clears throat> There is another spell going off, um, also pinging your uh, first one, sorry, was Prime and Mind for uh, Miss Ash there. Um, then another one goes off, and it is time. And everybody in the room stops <laughs> moving, except... For yeah, can I counterspell this? If your mage side is on, you can indeed. Mage side is on, yeah, you can definitely attempt to. Yeah. And uh, also, That's true. You're, the only, you're the only time person around here. Yeah. Does not require withstand. It's just Gnosis and Nicole, right? Mm -hmm. Or Gnosis and Time, rather. Mm -hmm. And sorry, what was that, Ralph? Does not require withstand. The bypass withstand. Freeze everybody. Oh. Whatever effect this is. Mm -hmm. They would. Uh, would you like to spend yeah. bar? I would, yeah. Cool. Can I spend double power on a counterspell? Uh, you can. Yes, you can. Uh, Roth, I'm not actually going to take that uh, uh, willpower from you. You can increase okay. your resolve, but just I'll, we're, I'll finish we're the subjects. <laughs> Craig is Craig is on it. Um, what did you say, Craig? Where are the subjects of the spell? Everyone. Oh, else gotcha. Is. Okay. It's oh, like somebody wants to have a, a private conversation. Okay, cool. Craig, Craig, Craig jumped and put on the, the storyteller hat for a second. I was like, I know what's going to happen here. Yes. That makes sense. Uh, I was thinking on John Paul's behalf, who would be like leaning into the wind when it starts right. blowing. Right. No, I, I totally I totally agree. Um, that's why I was going to let you keep the willpower. Um, Thanks. It's kind. Counterspell. It's right, right. Clash of Wills. Dirt. Um, yeah. They're probably, probably going to beat it. <laughs> Do they? You never know. They spend willpower. Yeah, so they beat it. It wasn't that good. No. 
Not for that many dice. Yeah, 14 uh, dice for success. Not for 14 dice. No. My, my rolls. Um, so, yes, everybody in the actually for for dramatic effect right there's the somebody you know at the table around ren they're they're drinking happy right and the mug slams mm -hmm. down and then everything just kind of freezes um save for and, and the four of you five of you including Rilla, right are looking about and observing as everybody freezes now there's still some motion in matter um, so the area hasn't frozen, but each of these individual subjects, these individual people have frozen for a moment. Um, so the drinks are still wobbling. Yeah, there's a little bit of splashing. Yeah. Food falls mm -hmm. off of a fork. Yep. Um, and the... Look at my notes. Use the right character. Uh, ah, yes. Red stands up. Uh, who, by the way, this is in response to him feeling a prod on the eventual prod on his mind. Um, just that way we don't go through everybody. Um, and kind of sets his mug down. Actually, <laughs> leaves. Yeah, no, he sets the mug down. Kind of turns over and looks at John Paul and says, mm -hmm. Sir, could you settle down? Let's all be amenable and there there are sleepers here and let's not accelerate and escalate things. I think that I happened think... when you came in with all kinds of spell effects on a whole bunch of different people to try and obfuscate your presence. If you're not worried about any kind of altercation, then why conceal yourselves? <laughs> And why conceal my ability to read what is plain to see? Kind of leans back, the chair kind of groans a little bit. He says, Have you all met the Seers of the Throne? The Iron Pyramid? Lords of Oppression? Gods of Heaven? Assholes? And then, and then at that, oh, yeah. at that, and then, then the Cloak <laughs> yeah, yeah. and Isabel <laughs> nod at each other. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we were in London this morning. We just met them. Interesting. Just met them. Okay, yes. well, perhaps you now understand why when visiting a town they haven't been to before and there is the potential that there is a seer of seer throne. Well, wait, hang on. Yeah, a seer plot in action that one might come with a little bit of obfuscation and shield. Or do you think I'm an idiot? Look, don't. Don't yell at me. I'm just trying to do my damn job. <laughs> in response to that, Cloak says, you could be Can I also roll with that, actually? Potentially, yeah. Good, let, yeah. Me, let me see what, what were you saying, Ruff. Uh, you could also be using that obfuscation to hide the fact that you are one of those seers. I could, and we will have that discussion. Uh, and, Chris, what are you doing? I want to, like... <laughs> essentially make this guy like me by just being like, look, I was just trying to do my job. It's all my friends that are being idiots and casting 14 fucking spells. Uh, we knew somebody was coming. I was going to play it slow and use my human words. Uh, no, that's cool. Uh, yeah, tr and basically trying to bump that impression level up kind of thing and be like, hey, I'm, yeah. I'm, I was serving you drinks. I'm, I was here. And let's do a sympathetic. Sure. Okay. Uh, we should, that bumps it up another or? Opens two doors. That's right. Cool. Uh, yeah, uh, 
the cost of a condition. Yep. Uh, yeah, and I, I think you are uh, swooning, but in a like, hey, this not a romantic thing because I don't know right. that Isabel, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. but just a like, dude's got some skills. Yeah. Uh, right. And kind of leans back and says, okay. He had me an asshole. Uh, so let's have a talk. Because the yes. five of you, kind of looking over as like Rilla's squirming in her seats of like, this is just the worst day. Um, you know, Mortimer and Jules are over at the table, frozen. And uh, let's talk. So, what did the Sears do? They can't let's hear. back up a little bit first and let's find out who you are. You can call oh, me Red. Yes. And who do you represent? Yeah. <laughs> That's a fair so question. F- so far, every other mage that isn't us has turned out to be a giant asshole. And so far, you're not shaping up to be much different. So let's have a real <laughs> conversation mage. first. I mean, have you met rich. another mage? Right, you've only met... The, actually, you haven't met any, <laughs> yeah. technically. You, you haven't, haven't met, met any, any other mage. But, yeah. no, but I've heard about it from those two. Right. Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Red says... You know, it's good reason to be suspicious. Right. Uh, Red fine. Won't mean anything to you all. I know you're new, but I represent the Adamantine era. Oh, that's who we thought we were. She just like blurs out. <laughs> uh, yeah, that <laughs> sounds about over. right. We, we we are the guard guard. Well, let me not say that because that's going to confuse things. <laughs> not in the a second. Yeah, we we are the ones who protect other mages. Uh, I think he says will workers. And uh, you can think of us as soldiers, thugs, if you're not feeling particularly charitable. But we make sure everyone is safe from themselves, from seers, from their own mistakes. That sounds an awful lot like whether you like it or not. In some cases, absolutely. But there are others of us who, well, this fine country was built on a system of checks and balances, and I kind of like that. Within the Diamond Order, eh, we all keep each other in check, at least within a proper concilium. The other thing that we do as the Adamantine Arrow is we do recon. We look into things. It's one of the things I'm particularly uh, adept at. Look into your past, see potential futures, kind of look straight at, I almost said to Travis, damn it, uh, <laughs> at Gisela and gives a nod. Um, it's. I'm just gonna nod back, like, I get you, but. Yeah, because he, he he caught the counter spell and he swatted it away, but it's like, ah, I, I know my people. <laughs> and says, one of the things we, uh, we, we do, Legba, is our research. And we ensure that if we're going into a scenario where there may be problems, that we come and outgun the opposition. And having played fairly good fakes so far, everybody who came in with red shifts in their seats and kind of looks towards you all. Of course. Um, so, so, Cloak... Mike leans back and says, 
If you know my name, then why did you ask all of these stupid questions and make these stupid assumptions? If you know my name, and he leans forward, you know that you could have reached us. You know that you did not need to come in guises and make our hackles rise. You know that you did not need to implicitly threaten all the people here who we have taken under our auspices. It okay. seems hang on, if you can hang work on, your will. On. Go ahead. Hang yeah. Mm -hmm. This is this is me. <laughs> Threatening. Um, yeah, sure. What threaten did he do? Yeah, they haven't threatened anyone. They've done uh, nothing to threaten you guys. Uh, Cloak considers it implicitly threatening to guise your form and then stop our magic. The NAP. And then and then and then put out the big dick energy and say, We're the Adamantine arrow. We're also part of an authoritarian regime that makes people do what's good for them, regardless of what they think not. and feel. Yeah, that like all I, of this is all of this is highly threatening to say casually, like, "Hey, hey, hey, stop it, baby mages! We're gonna do, and we're gonna set the terms for this conversation." One, you can't know anything about us. We're gonna spoon feed you. Two, if you try and look into that, well, I just mean in the sense of dispelling no nature, which is not a threatening thing to do. The time stop. All of this is. Is, is is not a peaceful and open way to come in here. And in, in Cloak's mind, if he immediately knows the shadow name, right, and knows, I'm assuming, in Cloak's mind, like a lot of things go to get yeah, right, yeah, yeah. real quickly. Assuming he understands the significance of what Legba means, right? Mm -hmm. the, the, the speech, transcending boundaries, all of this stuff. He's asked us if we've met the Seers. He knows all this stuff. He knows the name. Legba now thinks he's completely full of shit because he act like he didn't know anything about us and he knows a lot and he, he should know that. So in, in Cloak's mind, coming in here with a lot of people, cloaked not to seem like wizards, he, he would know we're not seers. It, it just seems inconsistent in Cloak's mind, completely inconsistent that he would come in and assert these things, ask us questions and then say, oh, well, we'll actually know everything there is to know about you. Which is what Cloak sure. is assuming. I know he doesn't know all the stuff, but I'm saying that's why right. that's why Legba immediately is asserting, wait a minute, right? Like you don't get to come in here and just call me by my name, right? And then and then and then tell us things and ask us for all the details. Just like like Theo is saying, Hey, we need to have a conversation. Cloak is trying yeah. to assert that right sure. now. No, no, I I get you. Yeah. Uh and Red says, Alright. And I'll tell you, the other ways we could have done this. Show you need you, you Theo holds up a hand. You need to stop that sentence right now if we're going to have a productive conversation. Because telling us the other ways you I mean, could have do done you this let him talk? is an implied threat. Okay. No, did you not listen to? <laughs> Thank you. Like you don't know he's threatening you. You're not letting him speak. No, well, Theo's cockles are already up. Sure, and that's uh, this time stop. This time stop is a good <laughs> thing because it means we're not at risk of messing with. Everyone else in here, right? But we're this the reason. Not a threat. But the reason we picked this place was so that we had that protection around us. Sure, no, it's fine, and, and, and yeah. that's fine. Just you can't speak freely with them well, here. And, and the one thing yes, I'm going to can. ask all the players <laughs> is to let me speak. <laughs> um, because here in a second, in character, people are just going to get stunned and shut down, right? Because they're in a hurry. You don't know that because I haven't been able to express it. Okay. Um, notably, we have a break also coming up. <laughs> so, but Red holds up hand. If you take that as a threat, and I can understand that, 
because you are the one who has your understanding different from everybody else's here. I have seen multiple futures, multiple paths that this can go. <laughs> Rough as this has been, and admittedly, I can see futures, not a future. This is the, this bumpy road is as good as we're getting. Can't you all don't like that. us. I know that. You don't like the Sears any either. And then looks over at Gisela and says, but one of you has figured out why we're here already. It wasn't the whiskey. No, I mean... <laughs> Priest kind of lifts, lifts and has like poured himself another um, and especially like the, the tensions are high right mm -hmm. uh, yeah. but there's a lot of shifting as everybody looks and says we didn't bring this many of us for you we brought this many of us because of the seers and we're hoping they can't come here. That trick, by the way, real good. And I'm hoping it works. But there are ways past it. We saw it coming in. It's a bit of a work of art. Didn't foresee it. Didn't affect us because what's the barrier? Uh, you must not mean harm to anyone here. Thank you, Jean-Paul. Cloak? Which, which name would you prefer? Please call me Cloak. We know a no, lot actually, of... No, actually, he says, he says you, you know my name. Call me Legba. So, we know a lot of stuff about you. There's a lot of stuff we don't know. There's a lot of stuff we can see from observation. There's a lot of stuff that requires... Getting up and talking. So, and kind of looks over at uh, at uh, Isabel. Fucking names. I appreciate the cover that you provided us. Because of this, there's not going to be any little confusion here if it gets dark and we have a nice long conversation. It's dark already. So I appreciate that. Don't know if that was your work or my work making your work and it's dumb don't ask questions we'll talk about that later if need be <laughs> I'm still not yeah. um, what it's going to be a conversation <laughs> yeah there's going to be a conversation here and there's, there's going to be some some getting to know stuff that we're going to try and do quick um, and if you all permit, we will be taking Miss Rilla there to safety. Or, depending on her decision as we speak with her, may stay here. A couple of us and the uh, the married couple kind of raise their hand, wave at you, says, and play tutor for a season. But that's going to be a decision that the five of you make. But we have a limited amount of time before a, I will admit, potential 
the salt is brought here. So, let's get down to brass tacks. That's where we're gonna take our break. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> oh, it's good, it's good. I, I, I knew there was gonna be some antagonism. There's a reason there's a whole bunch of them and it is kind of because of you guys. Uh, <laughs> but yes, uh, no, this is, this is, welcome. There's a, there's a bit of a war going on and uh, this is just one part of it. Uh, but yes, uh, as, as I mentioned before, yes, there is going to be an opportunity to get hold of some ropes and learn some stuff. And uh, yes, hell yeah. Oh, <laughs> also, I love the the in character, out of character. Hang on, I don't like this guy. I don't like him either. But yeah, <laughs> thank you. Um, uh, I'm I like just over guy. here, like I, I, I like him fine. Oh, it's like, yeah. He's I mean he's adamantine arrow, so he is he's a bit blunt and militant. Um, the others are not all adamantine arrow, which you guys will get to know a little bit of. We were this close. We were this close to the trope of I don't like you. You don't like me. I don't not like you. <laughs> <laughs> I figured when you were like, and you don't trust me. You don't like. I'm just like, I'm. We're cool. I'm yeah, fine. <laughs> we're cool. Uh, and don't, I actually was prepared. I was like, if I if I need to, I don't want to do it. I will have one of the, you know, there because there's Mastigos in here who's going to be like, and that character is stunned. <laughs> Just, you got to stop for a second. Mm-hmm. Um, but thank you all for letting that actually go out via talk. I did not want to do player agency stuff. Um, so, anyways, mm-hmm. uh, Twitch guys, you do understand where where cloak was coming absolutely 100 percent. Right? Yeah. yeah if he, uh, if he hadn't used his shadow name if he hadn't used his shadow name he would not have reacted that way right there was, using his shadow I, name is like like reading holding up your birth certificate i know everything there is to know about you all of sure. these questions have been a ruse right well notably for him and, and we'll talk about it after this because i am kind of curious there's another more meta way that i thought about doing this we'll talk about it and maybe that that'll be better for other stuff in the future um but yeah he knows the name but he doesn't actually know what it means <laughs> oh okay right. cool and that's and that's yeah. that's absolutely fine because stuff. on john paul's side yeah. yeah of course out of character you know i'm not right. like yeah. this is a weird thing for an acanthus to know just right. the naive mastigos is like why would you ask me any of this if you already, if you already know. know it yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. so sorry yes twitch guys going on a break go get some coffee jump uh, uh, jumping jacks Pet the dogs. Jump. Yes, jump. Just get jump, some energy. Jump, jump around. Um, and uh, YouTube guys, uh, back in a blink. Hi, YouTube. We're back. Uh, so, yes, uh, Red says brass tacks. And the the group basically get up and you can see them like very carefully getting out of their chairs, like leaving them precisely mm-hmm. where they were and uh, coming around. And Red says, it isn't fair if we all know your names in high speech. Um, And we have given you pseudonyms. Um, It is one thing I will tell you all now. Tell no one, no mage, your actual name. It will rob them of some some power uh knowing just your names uh we can reach out at great distances knowing just your name 
but not knowing it greatly weakens our ability to harm one another outside of the visible range. Obviously, you all know one another's names, which is often within a group, anything kept sacred and safe to your your close friends. Um, if you can see him trying to like translate a lot of stuff out of concilium speech into uh, as as far as he is thinking, into Hicks speak, right? Uh, but points over to the uh, the priest. This is Jophiel. Um, Jake he introduces as Limnir, Robert mm. Phillips was Lasha, uh, William and uh, Pierce there are uh, Enigmam, Enigmam uh, and Enigmas. Um, red is <clears throat> the rainbow in the waterfall at sunset. And then <laughs> uh, back there. That's pretty. Um, and uh, back there, uh, or as they step forward, um, and we didn't get to their names, but Benito and uh, Katina are, uh, well, she is uh, Egrock. Does he not have a name? Not the way we do. He just goes by Benito. This is. Is he like us? He could have been but did not. He is what Rilla could have been if she had failed on her journey and not made it to sign the tower. Uh, <clears throat> of note, and kind of looks over and like puts his hand over Jules's head and said, it is the path he is likely to walk if he does not get support uh kind of nods at at gisela again um at more support than that uh, do you have any advice i have not looked into his future um but perhaps a open and frank conversation on the dangers of looking into things that he is not ready to understand. And it will be hard for him. Uh, probably for Mortimer too, but he's not really a concern. Uh, yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> right. Out of character. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> um, I would just love if that was in character, though. Yeah. Go ahead, Craig. He's just waving it away. Uh, so you just kind of cocks your head and you, you characterize it as a failure? Why wouldn't that be a choice? It could be a choice. No. Um, it depends on how you look at it. Benito saw things and was unwilling, so perhaps a choice, to step aside. Um, but it is a failure to make it to the tower. Uh, this is not in any way less than him. Um, and uh, Benito and Egrock have a wonderful marriage and a wonderful relationship, and they are a tandem team, and they are awesome. 
And like the two of them are back here, like like they have made very, very like Morticia and Gomez Adams vibes, right? And they're both like they, they went from just kind of being kind of bland and observing everybody and bored to grinning and like red, stop. Greatest <laughs> romance like, ever, by the way. Probably just like partway through that, like irrespective of the fact that he's already talking, she goes, Huh. I would not have thought failure and death to be two separate outcomes. There are truly terrible <clears throat> outcomes for those who uh, abandon or fall from that path that you that you have all seen. Um, and he gives a very quick, so we don't waste time. He gives a quick understanding of uh, the Harrowed and Banishers people who either have a bad awakening or people who awaken and go, this is all bullshit and starts tearing it down. Um, which mentions is also a concern for jewels. Um, I'm just going to hold Rilla's hands. Right. She is over here like shaking. She's like, I came how yeah. close to what? Mm-hmm. Um, and, but right. in character, I'm 100% on we're together now. <laughs> like, yeah. In this, whatever, going forward, we got to fight with. <laughs> Out of character, we might not get to keep her, but like... It is, it is 100%... Wants to. Right. 100% up to you guys. Um, but, um, so Red says, as I believe uh, Gisela has discovered, there is a destiny over Rilla, um, and she is a fulcrum, a catalyst, a twisting point in fate for our world unfortunately we cannot discern what that is is something in the future it may be multiple somethings in the future and we know that the seers want to bend that change to their will we are of the mind that we can't influence it obviously anything the seers want we wish to deny so we are here to well um, take her someplace safe and give her education the education that you all have missed on uh, which is a frequent occurrence uh, especially the farther out you get into oh red says uncivilized territory um, there are many ways to know things in the world. There are. And one of the fastest uh, ways is to study books and to learn from a mentor. Is it too late for us to be educated? No. I have so many questions. And we have so many answers. But I'm going to ask a question and kind of looks at Legba and says that I already know the answer for but wish to hear you say it. Would you all abandon Purgatory Bluff? Go to New York? No. Absolutely not. Right. So, as I said, Egrock um, has volunteered to spend some time here. Uh, She and Benito have been interested in coming out to the West and has some interest in the mysteries and you can hear the capital M that lay out here. So 
you may work with her in a partnership, big emphasis there, and trade favors for education. You do not join up, you do not gain any benefits of our organization, and you are your own people, and we will stay out of your hair. What organization is that? The Diamond Order. And you guys are at war with the Seers. In conflict, in rebellion, uh, there's numerous ways to put it, and war is an adequate one on my side of things uh, for some, and kind of looks back at uh, Jake uh, uh, and says, you know, it's a race. Uh, hmm. He who has the most toys and the biggest guns wins the war. Uh, there's a hmm. number of different ways you can look at this, but I serve the Adamantine Arrow. I am here to guard and protect other mages. Egrock. And it. Hmm? Go ahead. And if we don't want any part of that war? Keep your head down and try to not piss off the Sears. If this is your territory, uh, we will do some paperwork. Um, big air quotes. Um, and say that Purgatory Bluff is off limits. You all have claimed it. We will recognize you as a nameless order. And he's thrown off these words that obviously yeah. are flying over your guys' head. And he knows it. But, and you will be this place's guardians. And we have rules of interaction and protocols where we will come see you. And while Igrok is here, she will speak on, speak to you on behalf of what she needs within Purgatory Bluff. This is your territory, if you say it is. We will respect that. The Sears... turns to Isabel. Not so much. The Sears have already invaded. And I think, and kind of makes a big motion, that the protection that Legba has placed over this will provide protection from the most aggressive threats until they can discover a key around it. But there are other threats that will not be intended as threats to the town or its denizens. And so we'll be able to walk in. So these are concerns. Um, because all, all it takes, based on my observation, is somebody who wants to take away Rilla. And if Rilla has, does not feel that Purgatory Bluff is her home, there will be no protection for her here. But I'm kind of looking at Rilla, who is being quiet and like trying to be as small as she can in the corner. Um, if you consider Purgatory Bluff your home and to live here now, then that guy or that uh, protection would obviously apply to you too. And he is speaking heavily from the like fate side of things of how mm -hmm. like and very, very, very fey, you know, what does the contract say kind of aspect. Yeah. What's um, the specific guideline? It was protection for the people of the town. Right. Mm -hmm. um, so there are others like uh, Egrock, part of the Mysterium, who 
are librarians. <laughs> like there's a big harumph from both her, uh, from Benito and Katita at the same time. Uh, but it's very playful. Uh, and who collect knowledge and information and they explore things that are impossible to sleepers, uh, to, to normal mortals and mm. catalog them. And then there are the guardians of the veil um, and the William and Pierce kind of nod who watch over our souls and kind of looks over his shoulder at them and warns of uh, deviancy and um, seer infiltration and lots of other very good things. <laughs> and Red with his face away from them kind of gives you a look. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I do hereby I do hereby announce that I'm here of my own free will. <laughs> and and you can see that, you know, the rainbow and the waterfall at sunset, uh, and red have very similar personalities and there is this sense of humor, but mm -hmm. red is all humor and rainbow is a bit um uh well the, the adamantine arrow comes out sometimes. And then there is the silver ladder who um, provide organization, rules, um, paperwork, but they think, yeah, they keep things organized and uh, provide a lot of the togetherness of our, uh, our order and admittedly have probably kept things from becoming a inflammatory war with the Sears. Necessary drudgery. Jake from the back, uh, <laughs> you know, kind of coughs and goes, uh, sure. There's there's magic in paperwork. And like, looking at this guy, this guy hasn't ever held a pencil. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Was he the cowboy? Uh, no, this is the, the uh, oh yeah, yeah. He's got the cowboy hat, yeah. <laughs> Jake Barr. Yeah, he's the big old barrel chest guy, yeah. Uh, this guy mm -hmm. looks like he does bar fights, not past the bar. He wants to get a lot of money and get married. Got him. Got it. You got yeah. there. There we go. Uh, so we all represent different aspects of the Diamond Order to admittedly attempt to, you know, recruit Rilla. Um, but if Rilla feels safe with you all and the protection of the Supernal will help shield her until you all get your feet underneath you and can do more to defend yourselves and or to obfuscate yourselves as you have seen that we can do. And in fact, uh, a lot of what Rilla can do is help obfuscate you all. Hmm. But that was a lot of me talking. And you have yeah. questions, and some of them I can foresee without magic, but uh, you have to ask first. And we've been talking a lot about Rilla, but Rilla is present in the room. Theo turns to Rilla. Since that, and how Rilla, are you feeling? Yeah, Rilla in a small voice goes, mm -hmm. and Rilla is a little overwhelmed. I'm learning a lot. Like, she's new enough. She still has the Numa, you know, floating mm -hmm. off of her and, you know, can still 
exactly remember what the watchtower looked like. Though, admittedly, I think every mage can remember exactly what their watchtower looked like. Um, but I'm, I am comfortable here. The idea of never returning to London is a little bit daunting, but um, the Sears are in London. <laughs> Red kind of leans over and says the Sears are everywhere. <laughs> If they are not physically there, they have agents there and kind of looks at uh, Isabel and says everywhere. Um, I'm not 100% sure uh, your father's relationship to them. He may not have known everything, but everywhere. Uh, Certainly have learned a lot today. Kind of looks at, you know, Jean-Paul. But wherever there is oppression, they are there. Jean-Paul grits his teeth and says... He's, he's about to get angry and then he pauses contemplatively and is like leaning on, you know, the aspect of Legba and needing to understand situations and, and distance and connection. And so he asks a question. He asks... We think of oppression as an intrinsic aspect of society, that wherever there will be people, there will be people who oppress others. I don't believe that's true. I believe that it happens when we stray from Bondier, when we stray from our higher ideals, when we don't give in to those impulses we have to do better, and we give into the impulses we have to do worse and to be lazy, to do take the easy road rather than the hard. Jake, how long has this war been fighting? Sorry, uh, go ahead. What, Jake? I want to. No, hear no, you're fine. Jake, Jake, Jake laughs and says, "Oh, he already knows about Atlantis." Uh, <laughs> and, but you know, Red says, "Yeah, yeah." The the war what? the war goes on since uh, <laughs> forever. Atl- uh, Atlantis is a ignore him. Um, it's a myth. It's a fairy tale. I don't want to ignore him. <laughs> Red throws his hands okay. up, pull, sits carefully back down into his chair. Limnir, you have the floor. Make it short. <laughs> Jake kind of steps up and hat and kind of bows to everybody. Atlantis is the future. Boys and girls, and like the snake oil salesman pitch, <laughs> uh, but it's it's very like it's very clearly like putting on a show, um, uh-huh. yeah. And you guys like watch as his appearance changes as he clearly is stepping into Limnir, and that oh, barrel cool. chest becomes um, a little bit more hairy. But I mean, mm-hmm. he's got the shirt on, so. But yeah, like he is—he is this like wolf band kind of thing. Uh, he's a theorist, um, and you know says long ago and in. Th- I give him some background. Music. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in the, you know, long long ago, and and kind of looks over at you, and nods, and like gives you a little up the tempo, right? And there was a place, and will be a place where mages do our magic before sleepers and there is no abyssal I don't know what word he's influence upon it there's no hiding there's no veil points at Jean Paul 
everyone understands that space is a lie. Distance is not a thing. We are all connected. Or at least that's that's how it's supposed to go. The oppression is thrown out and everyone is. Everyone does their own thing, cares for one another, takes has their place in society, not because they are put there, but because they wish to be there. He puts his head on. <laughs> that sounds very nice. Yep. We're working that. We're heading there. America. Sir, it's the plan. Good. Good luck. We're going to need it. Who's going to tell him? Oh, yeah. No, he knows. He knows. I mean, it's, 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 it's 1846 and there are, you know, black bodies in bondage. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Manifest Destiny about to kick the fuck off. Oh, yeah. Too. Um, so, so, cloak. Um, Isabel turns to her coven mates. Um, you may ask them any questions you see fit. Rilla, you may make your own decision. I will not try to influence you one way or the other. And then to the others. You said you were under a time limit. We seem to be taking quite a bit of it. So to uncomplicate or to take myself out of the equation, I'm going to go enjoy my storm. And like you watch all of them kind of look and be like, are you sure she's a mage? <laughs> but I mean, your your questions are not these kinds. You're like, nah, I'm going to go store. Yeah. And step out into the rain. And also, like, if someone is coming. Sure. Going to be a lightning strike. Howdy do. Going to be ready. I dig it. Uh, is there anything specifically you're heading uh, out there to do? Yep. I'm going to cast the spell. All right. Mm-hmm. Cool. While you were working that up, uh, uh, Ralph, you were about to say something? Yeah. Um, so Cloak asks Jake as he's stepping back, like, huh, no one's going to believe it. Uh, Cloak has been looking at him this whole time, right? With, the, with no touch of suspicion on his face when he's describing this place. This place devoid of oppression where people understand their paths and their motivations and their destinies and things like that. I mean, he asks, do you know anything of Odoo? Nope. But, uh, always happy to learn some new stuff. We'll talk. Well, okay. Oh, if, yeah, if you, yeah, and just mo- mostly that we keep the sure. this moving on the really yeah, yeah. train, but feel free if Sounds you want to, like... Going to... Well, yeah, uh, I have... I don't have to elaborate now. It's fine. Okay. Please go ahead, Ash. I have so many questions for the, um, uh, red is the acanthus, right? Mm -hmm. Later. Absolutely. As as long as we're Um, here, we will try. Yes, I have many, I guess, more personal questions. Yeah, We, 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 if we can, we will, we will be, um, tutors, um, uh, for, for the short time that we are here, we, if, if this is your territory and you are not part of the diamond order, 
we will not overstay our welcome, uh, but we will try to give protection and, and guidance uh, and knowledge that you can use as you see fit. Um, we cannot force you. Um, that would be oppression. I heard a ping. <laughs> Summons. Yes. Outfall. <laughs> Bring him down. Y'all <laughs> <laughs> motherfuckers want to come in my so, town. Uh, Let me show you something. <laughs> Manifest a lightning dragon. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Instant duration, scale, complex task, open condition. Yes. Sure. <laughs> Uh, the one reach cool uh, how yes. much money you spending None. and just using three dice oh. roll that shit up just one dope um, and leaning into the shadow name of Petrichor <laughs> um, and the cabal theme of protecting the town yeah um the complex command is to reach out to alfoth and this is in her in her mind a big step because the previous times that i have talked to him it has been subservient mm. and this is you will do this for me oh yeah you <laughs> i have called your storm here and now i command you protect the area above which it resides and if someone arrives meaning us harm you will strike down from the sky he is going to have an issue knowing who means them harm so i may i'm, I'm going to meta tweak that and based sure. on when you call it out it, it's it's exactly yeah. exactly joke uh yeah so within you know, Thyrsus Mage Sight. Well, not Thyrsus, Spirit Mage Sight. You know, you know, intro to the boss theme that just kind of keeps playing because he doesn't come down. Um, but yeah, like big lightning dragon just cruising. I gotta cast it, right? Oh shit, I the eight dice. <laughs> yeah, go for it. Please do. Um. <laughs> I was looking at the eight dice as your spell cast. <laughs> Nine, seven dice? Yep. I, I was like, man, you calculated it up real quick. Wasn't far off seven dice. Now I'm going to laugh. If it, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to put that out in the world. <laughs> okay, there we go. Three successes. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, Ed, you feel a, a kind of a wrenching motion. Um, not like Alphoth wasn't in this storm, but he is now. Right right um and yeah like there's no communication he's up there i'm gonna give you a little bit of a he's a little perturbed so you might have conversation mm -hmm. later but that's oh fine. yeah I, I i know chris is on board for that um uh inside you all have your peripheral mage like kind of like tingle and you watch as jake specifically Excuse me. That uh, like I think actually that like John Paul starts to like have a little conversation about voodoo, and John Paul's like uh, John Paul. Uh, Jake puts his hand. Just 
<laughs> I, I heard something outside. Goes outside. All right. All right, shaman. <laughs> Walks back into the. T- <laughs> Um, cool. And then I'm going to fill my pattern with lightning essence. Nice. Storm essence. Cool. Um, and while you're running that up, uh, back inside where conversation is happening, um, uh, Rilla basically kind of like kind of gives a little hip check to, uh, to Gisela and kind of gets out of the, the booth just, and she starts doing this little pace Kind of similar to what you guys had seen her doing when up, and everybody was waiting for to see if they could find the the void and stuff like that. Um, and she just starts off like a mile a minute, asking, not even probing questions, just like definition questions. What do you, you said, sleepers? What do you mean? Stuff. It's a bunch of meta stuff that out of character you guys already know, but a lot of the basics of what the uh, what the supernal is what the abyss is, what seers are, why they care, what's this lie, why can't sleepers do... Boom, 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 boom. And she's just talking and talking and talking, and you can definitely see the trying to understand so she can make an educated, you know, guess, uh, decision, really. Um, And uh, it takes probably 20, 30 minutes. Um, And if you guys have other questions to fill in... uh, Feel free to let me know. Uh, Essence. No reach. Or excuse me, no overreach. No paradox. Six, nine. Wait, no. Eight. Seven dice. Eight. Eight. I'm going to roll seven. That's fine. Make it fun. Okay. Cool. And you said fill up. So how how much essence is that just for buying? Four. Oh. So... And you just and you just suck that out of the storm, so it's all storm essence. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Uh, but yeah. So back inside. Uh, obviously, like red, uh, um, rainbow, uh, waterfall. He goes by a couple different aspects there, uh, but says you know he's kind of just giving her the quick answers as fast as he can, uh, and looks like suitably. Um, not necessarily intimidated, but just kind of surprised at her because she swaps like she went from being like quiet in the corner. Like, hey, this is a lot to fine. I have to understand something. And she just bullies him like a professor <laughs> and just like, I need to know all of this stuff right now. Um, and so, yeah, you guys get, you know, the, the, the you know, first chapter of the mage book um, and the basics. Afterwards, she kind of leans back and um, looks at the you know people who are still kind of frozen solid and staying there and says, um, do I need to make a decision like now or do I do I have time to think on it and you know, sleep on it? Red kind of gives a shrug and says, the longer we linger, the longer you linger here. Um, you know, the more chance something goes wrong, but we don't need an immediate answer. Um, we can kind of looks at a couple people and says, you know, we can let everybody finish eating, um, and just kind of relax and enjoy our evening. 
a little bit and you you all can you know kind of points out to the table that you guys are sitting at and can continue uh, eating and drinking and, and talk amongst yourselves and kind of looks out the, at the storm where there's this like fuzzy shape of you know uh, uh, Isabel Petricor you know lashing out at the, the storm there's that next set of you know peripheral mage shite tingle as pulling down essence but um, if we are to leave and to take you with us uh, the, the faster we do it with the, the less time lingering here um, because all it takes is a, a mage who means no harm to the town to come here and, and look at the past of this town of, the, of this room to see where this conversation happens to see where we go from here um, there, there, there are a lot of threats of us not being under layers of wards um, Do you know when they might come? Like, I knew when you would come. It's the, the trick of, of fate and time. We can look and see and observe what may happen. And then change it. And then change it. Or even if you are looking at your own future, just seeing your own future may change your own future, let alone what decisions you may make. Schrodinger's future. That's why I went outside. <laughs> What is that, Craig? That's Schrodinger's future. <laughs> and that's not including all the things that may happen. But you can... You can... pick the future. It can be... unwise... uh to decide a future for others or to use magic to get what you want. For instance, I could have just taken my compatriots and I back to before we walked in to before Legba greeted us in high speech and given it another go knowing that that was how Legba was going to approach us. And we could have done that again and again and again until we got it right. You all thought we were benevolent friends who meant absolutely nothing but gifts and joy and are were your beloved grandparents. But that would have been manipulating you. And I will not have that. And kind of turns and looks over at a... Ooh, kind of make sure... Who's the troublemaker? Um, uh, Robert Phillips, Lasha. Um, not going to do that. I... Thank you. You're welcome. I did not see into your memories. I did not, you know, try to probe in more than what I can observe vaguely. But So what all can you... Dude. She's he smiles and it's 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 like the Santa Claus wink, right? It says anything <laughs> if you're willing to deal with the consequences, the sacrifices that may be necessary for for all of us here live within normal society. 
kind of mess, um, motions over to Jophiel and says, Jophiel is going to speak with your priest about setting up a school here. He is, in fact, sent by a, his superior general, who has no idea of what Jophiel is capable of. But it provides a nice little excuse for all of us to get together here. Uh, our laborers will spend some time here, a couple months maybe, and then move on. No. Benito and Katina, they have a reason to stay. So we will come, we will go, and that will be it. But I myself will probably leave with the boat, perhaps with Rilla. Yeah. If she chooses to stay, she's not bound here, right? She could choose to leave in the future. Of course. There are um, O's I would have the four of you say in terms of protecting her as part of protecting her, protecting the town. So long as she stays here, this you have all made it very clear that this is your town. It kind of knocks on the tape. We have already sworn an oath to protect a town. I believe it. And I would like to... Enhance it. Make it stronger. And with it... I'll write the paperwork. No, but not just an oath to the town, but to one another and to guard Rilla. Um, while you are all amazing human beings with your own lives to live right now, so long as this destiny hangs over Rilla, and there may be a point in the future where her time is past, and she hides safely here within Purgatory Bluff and no change comes. At which point the Sears will stop caring and find a new target. For all we know, uh, unlikely as it is, whatever she decides here may shed the destiny from her. But there, destinies are... Go ahead. It might be helpful to bring up that this town has already been affected by an oppressive influence that attempted to cause calamity. We subverted that calamity. That is why Rilla and her associates came here in the first place to perform astronomical observations of a void in space that was cold and a confluence of minds and destinies all focused on heartache. You resolved this threat before or after their arrival? Before. It hasn't been resolved. Yeah, that's a can we kicked down the road it's after. Like, yeah, because they showed up and then you did stuff. So, yeah. What? I'm confused. What, what are you talking about? Um, the, you the, resolved the, the issue. Yeah, the, the, uh-huh, after trying to kill Sanite. Right, but you resolved it after the 
uh, Rilla and all them arrived. The Royal Society arrived. Oh, I, I, sorry. For some reason, I thought they were talking about the Seers. Right. No, I, I understood. I misunderstood. Potential gotcha. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. But yeah, the, um, the thing is still in the mine. Which, speaking of, I would like... That's not what I meant. Some input as to what to do about this thing. The thing within the mine? It is an entity right. of entropy and chaos. A supernal being? A moray? <laughs> yes, I can see it. Oh yeah, that's true. And yep. Isabel saw it once. <laughs> 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 like, Fred holds up his finger and looks at everybody else and specifically looks over at Jake and Jake is like, oh, I don't know about this shit. <laughs> we may learn some things from you all. De- dissected. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we, may, we may yet learn something of, of you all. Interesting. If I could, I would like your assistance. Maybe come look at it and see if you can tell me what to do with it. Uh, yes, perhaps. Uh, it, like I said, there there's a potential for all of us to be here for uh, a couple days. Because we can't. Can we kill it? I think you could ask it to leave. Both both are options. Um, asking it to leave is the best option, but they have minds of their own. And if this one is particularly, well, they're not malevolent. They don't think the way we do. But um, yes, but what it is is terrible. Is bad. So, from our perspective, so is death. But it is a natural thing. Entropy is a natural thing. But if it is... It almost collapsed a roof on my father. Oh, this is personal. But yes, we we can bargain with it, perhaps. Banish it. Killing it is an option that... And like the, the enlightened wisdom <laughs> guy goes... I really don't like that idea. There's this guy you need to call. Um, 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 um. Fuck, what was Craig's character's name? Vicar. Vicar! Vicar. <laughs> vicar you yeah. may need to call a vicar to have an exorcism. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Richmond, or, uh, uh, Virginia Check out miniseries Richmond Chronicle. Their kids. Richmond, yeah. Check it out. Okay, it was, but yes, that also serves like the purpose of... Like shooting in a barrel. <laughs> mm-hmm. Letting me know that that's a bad idea. Right. Yeah, um, to to de- destroy one like that, um, or like the wolf that uh, Limnir says follows Isabel, not not great ideas. Um, to destroy them is to send their essence into the abyss and destroy a little bit of our world. And therefore strengthen the abyss and weaken the supernal, which is effectively really just not good. No, it is not. Without getting into more details. Um, 
Oh, so, okay. A mystery for us to solve. <laughs> Didn't see that one coming. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, <laughs> uh, Eggrock is back there and you have seen pulling out of her little pocket his little notebook <laughs> and she is jotting <laughs> down notes. notes um, and yeah. Uh, I have a <laughs> In question. big underlined letters. A fiercest saw a moray question mark. <laughs> <Exclamation Right>. point. <laughs> Go Ralph. Uh, Cloak looks at Red and asks if you agree to respect this town as our territory or perhaps in a word I would prefer the area in which we work to the benefit of the others who live here are you expecting something from us in return he grins and, and nods personally no Limnir back there he's gonna have some expectations for you what are those expectations Limnir stands back up glad you asked I'm just leading in for the sales right, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then like immediately just pumps the brakes and says truthfully Professional respect. It's the the long and short of it. Uh, we will treat you as friendly cousins. We do not ask anything of you without expecting a favor in return. If some threat were to come to you, understand that we may not be able to rush to your aid, but if we can provide some assistance, we will. And if there's something within your power, similarly, we will expect some kind of assistance as well. But we also understand that there are four, five of you. And you are new. And you do not have millennia, well, not millennia, centuries worth of resources and troves of knowledge and you can definitely see he's he's looking at Rilla as he says this because he's making the, the silver ladder pitch right yeah you know Cloak so many says, for all the wealth of knowledge in the world all the books all the power that can be obtained through study the upper limit is your own understanding and that varies from person to person It does. So, we may be but five. But five people can do a lot, provided that their understanding of the right tools is high enough. I agree. But you're more so likely then, to find those five in a big crowd like ours. And he like and he he knows where you're coming from, and like there's this big wink. Like he knows he's not gonna get you guys over. Um, I'm just kind of like, I, yeah, but we don't have that understanding though, and they do. Does does, does Gisela say that in character? I mean, basically, while you're giving this pitch, I'm just like, theoretically, if we understood <laughs> all of this, sure. But we don't. Indeed, we don't. But the point I'm trying to make is that 
it is an error to underestimate the will that can be worked by five when they have achieved a certain level of understanding and that until we have the understanding to make use of certain resources those resources are not as powerful as they would be otherwise so the offering of books and tomes and power is less compelling because it's something that we could not immediately use another thing to consider is signing on with them means signing on for their war indeed and their war has already come and Lin- their war has and not Lin- come here well and red says it was in isabel's bedroom right Rem- that was not yeah. the war no that was the precursor that was the recon whether or not to strike if they're i mean they came into your into your home through your unlocked door if you'll ex- uh, understand the expression now you've learned to lock the door and you have a damn good lock on it but somebody can pick that and if you are not ready if you are not experienced they will catch you with your pants down and indeed we do not intend to leave here with you in such a state but the 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 war that we wage it it will come here and i pray that you are able to bunker down yeah we'll use bunker and shield your friends and family who live here and keep away any of that intrusion and live in safety and in a small town like this besides what apparently is happening in your mind the possibility of things to draw their attention are minimal and you may live in peace and quiet and safety and develop your understanding with no outside pressures it will be idyllic it is the pasture that the armies march by and have no need to burn or plunder. And I hope that for you all. But I am not saying it is a guarantee. And I would lie if I said, you'll all be fine here. I I appreciate your caution and qualification of the possible dangers we will experience or may experience. And I believe I'm being collectively misunderstood in my point about understanding and power and resources. I'm not asserting that we can I'm not asserting that we can deal with all problems that come our way. I'm merely making a, a point about what's been offered to us and what we can gain in exchange. So I, I think I should perhaps say it a little differently. We're being offered a mutual protection pact. We're being offered an at least implicit expectation that when things happen that are dangerous and we have the means to aid them, that we would. And in exchange, they would reciprocate when we are in a similar situation. It has been just stated more than once that the war that they are fighting has come here. And it will come again. 
and it is unlikely that we can deal with it on our own based on the collective perception of what abilities we have and what you what tools we need and those tools are only available if we enter into an agreement of mutual protection oh okay so perhaps i misunderstood are you saying that you're willing to give us all the knowledge you have and all the tools that we could use based on the limit of our own understanding without any expectation that we would belong to an official partnership wherein we have to participate in this war that you're prosecuting what i am saying is when we leave here you will have the knowledge to make the decision you will have the understanding of what is in our storeroom so that if something does come knocking and you have fair warning you can run to us and say i need this and we will say here it is you owe us one, but pay us back when you have a chance. Hmm. We okay. have no reason. There there are, as, as Limnir just said, there are four, five of you. If we call for you and ask, you need to help us, we are not expecting you to go off to London. We are going to ask you to help... you here in this territory or a town over back up towards i cannot remember the name of the stupid fort but there um in your territory there's no reason to call on you and expect you to come to our aid miles and miles away and leave your own home unprotected all we are asking is like a dear distant cousin we will write you a letter and let you know something is happening. We do not expect you. If you are not coming to join and sign up with us, we do not hold the same expectations. If, if, we, if we call out and say, we need help, and you respectfully, with all love and duty, blah, 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 can't help you, we understand. We won't owe you one, but we will understand. We are not going to twist your arm. We are not the Sears. I think you're doing a good job at assuaging my general concerns. But perhaps I should ask my question a different time in a different context. Sure. We will be here. The arrival of all of us in this rather memorable storm and then all of us leaving suddenly the following day or even the next week would arouse quite a number of suspicion rumors yes um which actually as i start to think about how much time is passing he reaches over and touches like the meal jules was having and kind of <laughs> winces and goes um uh, Limnir, could you, uh, yeah, <laughs> and runs out, uh, reheat all the food. I, I hadn't thought about that. That's actually, that's not bad. Um, but, uh, goes out to find Isabel, um, just enjoying the storm or is there, um, okay, cool. <laughs> Limnir kind of comes out to the, you know, under the awning and stuff and goes, um, Ms. Pilar, um, 
I believe Red is going to be starting the clock again. You you may be missed inside with uh, just the one waitress. And this is this is a very good decision on Chris slash Petricor's like. <laughs> She like turns and looks and like coming off the like with like lightning in the eyes metaphorically lightning in her blood um fine and like stands uh stands there at the you know balcony balcony porch words uh and and looks at you nods and says it's a rush you okay? Better than ever. Just, you know, make sure they don't see. You're very clearly talking about the, the sleepers and kind of steps inside um, with you. Um, and there's a definite, like, no, we, we, dear sis, you know, <laughs> as he walks in, because he's still limb near, right? Um, and, uh, I think as she like steps out of the rain, mm-hmm. right? It's this like there's enough of a distance at that point where it's like, no, yeah, you're right. Got to got to shed this off a little bit, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you come in, uh, Egrock kind of says, um, "Let me help," and kind of walks over and and grabs your shirt <laughs> just at the corners and goes floof. And there's a little peripheral made side as the water just beads and just slushes and then wiggles like a little snake right out into the, uh, on the, I, I had a talk with that one <laughs> and points at Theo. <laughs> um, and meanwhile, there's another little peripheral mage site as, uh, Jophiel and I can't remember uh, the twins go around and they're like touching food and just <laughs> trying to to warm up a couple things and Red is like just hold on whenever Abrimos or somebody with forces just channel it from the fire oh sure but they're they're they're, they're trying to like figure out how push. much warm <laughs> everything push, needs push. to be Sure, uh, sure. and mostly because for comical effect um, and then sure. <laughs> and Red is like alright everybody in your places please um, we will talk after dinner I believe um, everybody kind of gets back into their spots a couple you know mugs are picked up and then for a, for a wink at the audience there uh, if everybody would uh, cough please <laughs> and a couple little coughs and then everybody starts moving again and the conversation starts back up and yeah, Rilla is there with Gisela and uh, Theo, and I guess was was Cloak sitting with him? No, not yet. Oh. He was still standing up. Uh, he had gotten up and walked out. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. But yeah, and so the, <laughs> thank you, Perry. Clap on uh, as you know conversation starts up, and you know, and you definitely watch as everybody here has kind of shifted into a like back into their sleeper personas and are conversing and stuff like that. And there's conversation you guys hear 
of them like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be here for a bit, you know, especially amongst the the main group there in the middle tables, all the miners, they're trying to figure mm-hmm. out, okay, how bad is it? What shift is worse? Who's, which supervisor is, you know, who? what shift do I want to get on? Stuff like that. Um, and, you know, they start to hear about the, you know, the black miners, the maroons and, oh, wow, really? <laughs> <laughs> and they're they're pretty good actors um but uh you know definitely playing up their their knowledge you know or rather playing up their lack of knowledge um meanwhile in the corner the the married couple uh you watch as katina is just watching the four well five of you and you know she continues to make little notes in her book and you know orders food but yeah while everybody else is conversing she's egrock is watching you all closely. Um, and so, you know, really kind of looks over and uh, does Cloak join them again? Yeah. Okay. And so, you know, really kind of leans over and as, you know, Theo's, you know, doing the waitress thing a little bit and kind of comes over and says, I, I really don't know. Uh, and this is where we get into the, you know, in the video game thing, what do you think I should do? Um, <laughs> you know, conversation tree. Uh, and Rilla is leaning towards leaving. Um, she doesn't, you know... They got all that knowledge. Right, there's a lot of the knowledge. She also is not a, like, country girl, like, being out here. Um, mm. Is, you know, she she belongs in the city. She, you know, maybe, maybe I'll go be in New York. I don't, you know, where... You know, she's not sure even where they would take her, which read mm-hmm. New York City. Thank you, Chris. She's uh, definitely not going to be able to have a whirlwind Western romance if she leaves. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, her aspirations. aspirations but that's true. Actually, her aspirations haven't changed yet. But um, yeah, you but, said that. You know, so when I cast it right. at the beginning yesterday. Right. Yeah, I remember. Or actually, that was this morning. Or this morning. Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. It was this morning. Yep. Um, but yeah, she she nods and, you know, but there's, you know, the potential to, to be, you know, she because the knowledge is there, but she does mention like, but to be like one of five, you know, to be this small group. And she brings up like, this is one of the things that she has enjoyed being with Mortimer and Jules is the problem solving together and just the three of them putting their heads together, even resolving mundane things like the logistics and where we're going to eat. Um, and we are, we, we are hungry and where should we hunt, you know, and you know, things, well, actually probably not that much. She's not, they haven't been that out in the, dis, in the, in the boonies, but, but yeah, if any of you, have, you also don't have to stay forever. That's very true. That's true things we may you know like squeezes your hand again and says we may shed our destinies that's that's, that's true and go ahead uh, where are you saying Ruff? Rilla the whole point of our conversation was to confirm that we would have access to their knowledge regardless of where we are so you yes. can get your questions answered and also I can take you to London anytime you want But then leave the, the the ward, leave this protection. What I mean is, if you wanted to visit, you could, and you could come back. The world is open to you, because you are here with a group of others who 
have the means by which to connect you elsewhere. And you've just seen that there are those who do not mean us harm, but can come here. It's entirely up to you. I, I don't have any particular perspective other than to assert that there is value in trying to learn and understand things on your own without the direct influence of others who have a lot of experience because that will bias and cloud your interpretation. Right. And she, yeah, the bias part, especially she nods on and she's like that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, what were you saying, Craig? Practically speaking, they would probably be in a better position to protect you than we would. Yeah. But, I mean, let's be honest. Somebody shows up in town. We all notice, right? Mm -hmm. Like, especially if we, we, we learn new tricks from them before they leave. And Very true. They did say they would help us. If you know, if, well, I mean, regardless of if I stay or not, they will they will help you. So I don't feel like a bargaining chip. I will also say this: I'm not ambivalent about this war. I asked the questions before on our collective behalf. However, I will state that I completely detest a group of will workers who are working to oppress the entire world. And if I have the means, I will do something about that. And, and she gives a grin. She already knows the answer. But you know, she's like, oh, are you thinking of joining up too? Uh, <laughs> we, we could create our own little chapter of the Diamond Order here. <laughs> Not exactly. We could. Yeah. Fast forward really 50 long. years. And like I swing mm -hmm, by at absolutely. one point. Yeah, because she's definitely making sure that like... Right. Rilla. My thought is that you should follow your instincts. And each of us will tell you our own thoughts, our own perspective. But you have just been through a different path. Perhaps listening to that is what you should do. true you must find the place on the wheels of the earth that you fit in she, she looks and nods and she's like I'm trying to understand is that a reference or but you know okay yeah no that's mm -hmm. no I, I'm speaking the language that she would right, have seen right, the no I, I get it but that's that, that I would have gotten a oh, brief true, glimpse yes. into. But yeah, no, she, she's nodding. She's like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're, you know, in, you know, in her head, you know, the, my, you know, where does my cog go? Right. Yeah. And right. She, but Isabel doesn't right. know those words. So the, the wheels of the earth was as okay. close as I got. And it's a little, I don't know. I can see it could be a little like self-serving, but being somewhere where all of her input is important and valued because we don't have someone who has your perspective. And she, she whereas I've seen the way that you've been used, basically. Which, yeah, that's 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 a big one for her. She nods and she's like, yeah. 
stop being a scientist and be a witch. <laughs> and like, like she says it a bit. You can still be a scientist. That's true. Uh, but yeah, she but. says the word a little bit loud and kind of like shrinks. <laughs> Nobody even turns, you know, but she's like, yeah, a little bit empowering and, and being, being one of a small group and, and being an equal member. Um, kind of looks over at Jules and Mortimer who've been, you know, like, con- con- you know, conversing and eating and kind of looking over at, you know, the the group of you, um, especially as you can, guys are kind of naturally just kind of huddled around Rilla. Um, and you know. just look over at Jules and be like, maybe, maybe we keep him. Depending on how things go for him. Have you mentioned well yeah you've mentioned the ruin that you saw to everybody else but not necessarily to Rilla right I know she's just woken up I probably she hasn't been filled in on that so but uh the other guy did just say that like he is on on the path that's true yeah on the path yeah yeah that's that's true yeah convince Mortimer I mean He'll be sad to see me go, but he can find another scribe <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> this is a textbook. Yes. You, 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 you all think so poorly of, of gets, Mortimer, but... <laughs> elderly scientist gets lost in the wilds of America. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> like, and like Rilla reaches I mean, over seems... and like gets a little wide-eyed and slaps at your hand. Don't you dare. <laughs> what? I mean, he seems perfectly it was a joke. fine. That's about right. Isabel just says, I would only consider that if he doesn't listen to what I told him about not making that potion. Oh, yeah. Before before he leaves, we need to just, you know, <laughs> make a little <laughs> lifting motion, putting it into her, into her pocket. Um, but, Okay. And I don't want them to have it either. She puts her hands on... Oh, yeah. They looked... Hmm? Oh, yeah. The the Diamond Order? Yeah. No, I didn't hear Gisela blab about me having seen... Oh, that's true. Oh, yeah. So... No, Isabel didn't hear. Rilla nods, and she says, okay. But yeah, it's just like, I don't want want them Mm -hmm. to know about it either. Until we know more about it. One more... One more... (laughs) Rilla puts her hands on the tables and nods. I've made my decision. And everybody will find out in three weeks. <laughs> All right. Uh, Why are you so mean? <laughs> uh, mostly because that way we can talk a little bit off uh, off camera. Yeah. But I have made Rilla's decision. So unless you guys say, you know, something else. Three weeks. Yes. Thanks for asking, Perry. So next week we're going to be off um, because we're just going to have a little chill. We're also about to have a time skip. Uh, when we come back in three weeks, um, uh, a year will have passed. Uh, Whoa. And so we're going to uh, be talking about what new normal everybody has found in. Um, their Gnosis and Arcana are not going to change. They may find a reason to spend some other XP uh, that they've accumulated currently. Mm. And we may kind of hand wave. Oh, yeah, they cast this long term spell and we're going to hand wave the the uh, dot of willpower um, to mm-hmm. you know leave it lasting and stuff like that because there's you know a little bit because you can buy it with just regular XP so that's just normal I life. Incognito presence. 
Uh, depending on what you cast it on, but yes, up to S. On the Hallow but- that, that, that Cloak has been maintaining since. Oh yeah, the, since uh, the, the secret cast door. Out of yeah, character. Yeah, yeah. yeah, or secret uh, door. Secret that's door. right. It yeah. wasn't a Ganino present. Sorry. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but still, yeah, need to do something about that, especially since Drew made you cast it. Uh, yeah, exactly. And then, uh, uh, but everyone's like, "Wait, three? Okay, yes, we're going to take a week off for that. The next week, we're going to come back and we're going to do a Q and A. Um, so we're going to do Q and A through episodes one through twenty. Ask about that stuff, stuff coming in the future, other general stuff. The Q and A chat is on Discord. Um, so notably, because we're doing this. YouTube guys are not going to get screwed because uh, usually we're like, hey, we're doing a Q&A next week. And most people would watch it on YouTube and be like, wait, hang on, when? <laughs> and not have time to get questions in. So the Q&A chat is open on Discord. That is eatinto.space, www.eatinto.space. And go in and try. Uh, there's a Q&A uh, channel. Put in your questions. Please use spoilers um, just for everything, um, unless it's a very general question. Um, but you can ask us about all sorts of stuff. Please keep it somewhat appropriate. I know who you all are. We will throw out the questions that we don't want to answer. So, so just to uh, clear for the YouTube folks, no no episode on the 8th. Oh, and yes. the Q&A is the 15th of October. Yes. Uh, yes. That is when it will right, be live streams. Yes. Yep. Um, and uh, this is also letting me do something I wanted to do for a long time, which is do a catch up episode. Um, so we'll also uh, I'm going to do a little short thing. I'm going to rope in Noctal, who is and maybe Camo, because I think Camo's rewatched it again. Uh, but uh, Noctal has been doing lore gathering and uh, has some trivia that we'll talk about during the Q&A. Like, hey, who cast the first spell? Who do you know? And we'll, we'll play a little game with that for some dumb, silly stuff. Um, but we'll do a, uh, I'm going to do a little short, hopefully just five minutes catch up thing. So that way. If you've got friends that you're like, hey, come watch this with me. They're like, I don't want to watch 20 episodes. Cool. Here's five minutes. This will get you caught up until the year break. And then they'll be able to jump right in with you. Uh, bring more into the cult. Uh, and uh, so, yeah. Man, whoever is at fault for us not getting to play for three weeks really just needs to be beaten. <laughs> yeah. Um, this also happens to coincidentally uh, coincide with uh, next week and the week after. If you're like, eh, I don't care about a Q&A or I'll catch it on YouTube. Uh, it this basically same time slot, OPP is going to be doing their Kickstarter uh, two-parter two for um, the Werewolf the Apocalypse I cannot remember the name of it, um, but it's their their new book that's on Kickstarter. So they're all, they're, their game was like, hey, they want to do it on Fridays. Are you cool? And I was like, by happenstance, we're definitely going to be off one week because somebody's <clears throat> uh, busy. And then the next week is kind of iffy. So how about we take two weeks off um, and, uh, you know, that way it'll be kind of chill. I will also get a little bit of time to work with my players and do some good like prep for the time skip and do some prep for where we're going next because we still have a couple little things hanging out. We will narratively probably resolve the supernal being in the mine, but there is a book. There is a potential murderer in the mine. Uh, there is their other discoveries that they may want to go chase after. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Chris is making the face. You all think I forgot about that, didn't you? Yeah, we talked to the ghost. We talked to the ghost and he was... Or tried to talk to the ghost. Uh, he had been murdered. 
he had been murdered by a couple oh. people. And so, yeah, we're going to get down. Yeah, not a potential <laughs> murderer. We know they That's killed true. him because he was, an, from their perspective, right. an asshole. Right. Now, that said, are they still there? Who knows? Uh, mm -hmm. If only there was a town. Oh, I just wrote that off as not murder. <laughs> yeah. Fair. <laughs> yeah, um, I, think, I think that's, that's kind of how it happened for many that's people. That's why I was confused. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, it, you know, if there's a sheriff in town that's going to look into things, you know, that thing might come back up. So, yes. Uh, yep. So we're going to have we're going to have two weeks of not playing mage and then come back on that third week refreshed energized and prepped um and uh you know back into it uh which is very amusing because i just just found out that critical role is taking taking one week off a month to do the same kind of thing i'm like copycats i was just like i was about to announce that and then they're like oh we're gonna we're gonna announce it on thursday they they stole my notes critical role stop watching our show <laughs> No, Critical Role, please start <laughs> okay, watching our show. Please. Be cool. <laughs> Bring us a crumb of your followers, uh, please. I mean, let, let's be honest. There are There is a crumb of our... I mean, I know, Craig, I think you watch Critical Role, and I think there's a couple other folks in, in chat who watch it. It's all good. Um, but, uh, yeah. Uh, like so that is halfway through the first season. I finished the first season, jumped into the second, and just... I got sidetracked by this thing called Occultus Anonymous. Um... So yeah. Yeah, I started listening to season two when it started and then got a new job. So I couldn't listen at work. And then so, but yeah, we, we are fans of critical role uh, in various functions, uh, aspects. That's the term sure. I'm looking for. Um, anyways. Um, so yes, that is why it's going to be three weeks. Uh, so yeah, just to recap. October 8th, nothing, nothing. nothing. Uh, week after Q and a, week after we'll be back live youtube guys this is also a chance to get caught up uh of course if you're watching this you're already caught up aren't you um uh, but uh yeah so that's kind of and then prepare for oh trouble. yeah that's true and make it double we'll be, bubble because yeah, uh, we'll be back on the 22nd wow yeah okay so like the week after maybe at a different time we don't know um but, uh Chris, Chris has plans. Chris has Halloween plans. It's going to be spooky season. It's going to be real good. It's going to be gay spooky season. Gay spooky season. Very good. It's going to be real good. It's going to be real sexy. Oh. You know how it is on Halloween. Everybody looking mm -hmm. sexy. Uh, did realize that Halloween is on a Sunday and I don't work Sundays. You can go all out. Nice. Yes. Everybody. I don't work Mondays. So. And just completely just out there. I have. Is, is, is that a Halloween costume that you posted in the other Discord? It was. Marley was like, we're going to do a cosplay. I'm like, yeah, and then it's Halloween. She goes, oh, yeah, I guess it is, isn't it? So, yeah. yes. The two of you just, like, flat out not not able to recognize that holidays are, are things that exist on the calendar is my favorite. I know what Halloween is. <laughs> it's the only one. That's fair. <laughs> you talk about it in June. But yes, that costume, must see it super excited um anyways it may show up on discord uh, but uh yes uh whew. anyways yes www.yeetinto.space come join us hang out even if you don't have q a questions uh or hey if you're watching this you know a couple weeks after it airs and you're too late for the q a it's fine uh, we still want to hang out with you anyways we'll probably answer your questions yeah. anyways you'll never be too late for the q a in your heart oh 
Yeah, okay, that's fair. Uh, <laughs> and if you want to support us monetarily, that's patreon.com slash occultistanonymous. Join the ever-growing list of people who keep giving me weird names and puns and references, and I appreciate it. Um, and then, yeah, there is merch. Uh, we have new merch, uh, and it is pretty awesome. Pretty awesome. Um, yeah, I'm tapped out. I think that's everything, right? Then you vamp for an extra five minutes, so we're over a little bit. So. Oh, who cares? It's, it's our own channel. Uh, so thank you all, <laughs> and we will catch you next time. Thanks a lot, everybody. Bye, everybody. See you soon. <laughs>